Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. If you add up all the proceeds and earnings from global financial crime, it would make the fifth largest economy in the world, roughly the same size as the Indian or British economies. Included in financial crime these days is the circumvention of the sanctions that were imposed on Russia and its oligarchs last year. But the Russians are getting clever about squirrelling their money away. All themes for the European Anti-Financial Crime Summit being held in the RDS tomorrow. And attending that will be Brad Breslin, the Chief Delivery Officer with AML RightSource, who is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Joe. Can you outline what else is included in financial crime so our listeners know what financial crime is? Certainly. So sanctions is obviously a big component of it, meaning, you know, who can you and who can you not do business with uh, based on different government regulations? Uh, another big component of it is uh, know your customer. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when a finance... And where their cash comes from. That's correct. So that's basically the source and use of uh, of, of customer funds. Mm. So KYC, uh, the, the acronym KYC is is uh, a really a, a large component of it. Uh, and whether it's a payment processor, a fintech, a bank, uh, understanding who your customer is, uh, is a key component. Does of it, it include fraud like phishing and, and, and yeah like certainly that. fraud and fraud alerts are a big component of financial crime uh, the other piece is really transaction monitoring and understanding uh, individual transactions that that uh, the banks process every single day because uh, consumers are, are plagued by these dodgy texts and whatsapp messages and you know you need to quickly update your account by clicking some link and it looks legit it does yeah and it's really annoying but it's actually small on the bigger on the on the bigger scale of things the scope and scale of financial crime is so huge what's your number one concern Brad when it comes to financial crime globally I think right now um, sanctions is is a hot topic um, and understanding the the challenges in enforcing the different sanction re- regimes um, whether it's the US, US sanctions EU UK uh, there's definitely considerable nuance in them uh, I think you know, a great example is um, following the invasion of Ukraine last year, uh, there were over 3,000 sanctions issued, uh, and the European Commission issued a, a frequently asked questions document mm-hmm. in response to their, their the sanctions that were issued. Uh, and I was looking at it the other day, and uh, it's over 350 pages. So it's quite a few <laughs> frequently asked <laughs> questions yeah. <laughs> about uh, how to enforce sanctions. So uh, those are the challenges, really, um, that banks see in, in there, the, the nuance in the regulatory kind of construct, um, the software involved in sanctions uh, in sanctions alert creation and, and identifying where there's there's concerns um, it's not uncommon to see false positives um, be 98 99 percent of those sanctions um, mm-hmm. so so, so the software might think oh this looks suspicious but it is not that's fact. that's right and so in in your largest banks it's, it's not uncommon to see a thousand or 1500 employees working specifically in sanctions um, and, and ensuring compliance. 1,500 people working on sanctions. It, it's a very time, time-intensive, time labor-intensive process. And, of course, the banks have been slapped with um, huge fines in, in, over the past decade for not knowing their customer and for not monitoring sanctions, uh, whether it was uh, whether it was against Syria or whether it was Mexican drug cartels. We've all seen those fines in the past. Um, what do what are the Russian oligarchs doing to kind of avoid or circumvent these sanctions? Yeah, there, there's a couple things, um, and one goes back to the KYC piece that we spoke about earlier. Mm. Uh, the use of shell companies is very prominent among Russian oligarchs. Uh, I think in the, in the Panama Papers when they were released in 2016, I think there was uh, you know one entity that was responsible for creating over 2,000 companies um, for Russian oligarchs wow. to. to 
funnel their money through. And these are all brass plate uh, operations. That's right. And so uh, understanding the ultimate beneficial ownership, you know, who owns these shell companies mm-hmm. uh, is a key component of KYC and sanctions enforcement um, for banks. Uh, the other thing is uh, it's not uncommon to see mule companies, which is uh, a legitimate actor being paid uh, to, to serve as an agent um, for an oligarch. Uh, and then certainly the advent of... of and of, with that mule or that illegitimate guy, can he get in, he or she get into deep trouble for doing that? Uh, certainly the penalties for sanctions evasion. Uh, you know, if, if you're a corporation or, or a bank, uh, the, the financial penalties can be as much as 50% of the transaction. And certainly there's the risk of prosecution uh, and uh, even being sanctioned yourself. Okay, so. and, and being prevented from trading in, the, in either the US or the, or the EU. Uh, last year... Um, Quite a few banks got caught with their trousers down, to put it bluntly. Uh, when these sanctions were imposed, people didn't think that Russia would actually invade Ukraine. And, you know, they were very much embedded into the Russian economy. Uh, they don't want that to happen again. And so they're acting in the case of Taiwan. Yeah. So cer- certainly we're seeing an increase in uh, preparation for uh, potential Chinese, uh, increased Chinese sanctions. I think when you talk about China, there's kind of dual sanction risk right now um, for for entities that, that are dealing with the Chinese economy. Uh, the first is uh, you're starting to see more evidence and, and more sanctions on uh, Chinese industries that are supporting the Russian defense industry uh, and equipment that's showing up um, in, in components of equipment that are showing up on the battlefield in Ukraine. You're starting to see some more sanctions involved there. And certainly I think the Western response to any sort of aggression in Taiwan would be very similar sanctions, uh, you know, as, as, a, as a primary uh, effect as we saw in Russia. Now, uh, tomorrow is the European Anti-Financial Crime Summit being held in Dublin. Dublin is not a major, major financial city, unlike London or New York or even Frankfurt. Uh, but what would you guys be talking about? We're talking about all sorts of things. Sanctions will be a a hot topic um, really around technology. And I think uh, AI is something that uh, a lot of banks are are looking at. How do we deploy AI to to kind of create better outcomes, more consistency in outcomes? Uh, There's a lot of risk sometimes being a first mover from a technology standpoint. Uh, But to to a prior comment, Joe, this is a a very labor intensive, time intensive, uh, but it's not discretionary. And so it's a requirement of of most corporations and banks. uh, And and how can we do it better? How can we get better outcomes? Uh, How how do we deploy technology? Uh, And that's been a primary focus over the last few years. Well, enjoy their conference and and enjoy uh, Dublin. Uh, Brad Breslin there, the Chief Delivery Officer with AML RightSource. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.